Me, 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 me. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to episode three. Um, today, there's no real agenda of what I'm trying to say or do in this episode. We're just going to freeball it, see how it goes, see how we like it. Okay. So, one of the first things I want to talk about is the difference between the word nigga versus the word bitch. And yes, I said it weird because I don't like saying that word. And I know it's weird because most people like to say that word and they're like, oh, if I was black, I'd say that word all the time. But for me, the reason why I don't use that word is because it was used in a very derogatory sense when we were slaves, when we were enslaved. And I'm saying were, meaning like our people. Um, when we were enslaved here, that's what they would call us. And along with the word nigga, the, the word redneck came about because the masters were whipping the slaves so hard that they would get a whiplash on their necks. And so their necks would become red. So that's where the redneck thing came about. Um, but yeah, what I want to say, that's why I don't talk. That's why I don't use the word. And when it comes with that versus bitch, yes, bitch was used in a derogatory sense as well. And that's what women are doing nowadays is like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's my bitch. Like, oh my gosh, she's so hard. Like, that's my bitch, dude. Look at her. She's so cute. And nowadays, like the, like, it's bitch and nigga. <laughs> it's like, that's my bitch or that's my nigga, man. He's so cool. Like that type of, it's, it's that and that. And there's a big difference between the two. And that's not what people should be okay with. I mean, the bitch thing is fine because it wasn't used in a derogatory sense while killing that other person. <laughs> bitch is a layman's term for women and nigga is a layman's term for black people. But there's a lot more hate when it comes to nigga versus bitch. <laughs> and I hope you guys are drinking while I'm saying nigga and bitch because I've probably said it like 20 or 30, 40 times at this point. Like I've said it a bunch. But yeah, I just wanted to, to just let people know that there's a big difference between those two words. There's a derogatory sense when it comes to the, the N-word, and when it comes to bitch, it is also a derogatory word, but it doesn't, it didn't have as much hate towards it. And so when I see people trying to compare those two, like, it's like, oh, well, just like how black people took back the word, the N-word, um, us women have taken back bitch now, too. And yes, congratulations, but at the same point, there's a big difference between those two words. There is meaning and death. And I'm, I'm sure that there's death behind the word bitch as well. Like, you stupid bitch, boom, boom, boom. Like, I believe there's definitely that too. But there's just a whole lot more to unpack when it comes to the N-word. So, and again, I'm not opposed to black people that are saying it too. I'm just not one of those people. <laughs> because even in songs, when people are listening to, listening to it in songs... Yes, they're not saying it out loud, but at the same time they want to and they're hearing it and so they might be saying it at the same time. So it's one of those things where it's like, don't hate the artist for saying it, but at the same point, check yourselves before you wreck yourself. So <laughs> just, you do you, but come on, really? Okay, the other thing that I kind of wanted to talk about, I'm also drinking, oh, I spilled on, spilled in my notebook, but I'm also drinking at the same point. But I also want to talk about the talk, because that is something that I don't fully think that I've gotten into that I, I feel like I should, because I never had the talk. And what I mean by the talk, in quotes, is 
What black families have to do with black children is they have to explain to them what um, the difference between them and other people are and and how police will act around them and how to act around police. And so it's pretty much where black children don't become children anymore or they're just they have to watch more what's around them. And like I said, I never had this talk. I just had to figure it out and understand that, wow, this is different than other people around me. So, but what I would want to have heard at the time or what I would tell people now would be, I wouldn't, first of all, I wouldn't call it the talk, but at the same point, like the birds and the bees, some like that, that sort of thing. It's that type of, that type of a talk, but it's what most black people have. So what I would just start with is like, so do you see your skin color? Do you see how your skin color is different than most people around you? Because I am predominantly in a white area. So I'm just assuming that I'm talking to a kid that's in the same area than I am. I would just be like, so is the, you can tell that the color of your skin is different. And I would go into the mopey, sad part that most people don't want to talk about is like, so how does that make you feel? What have you thought about that? Most kids will answer just, oh, I haven't really noticed it, or this or that, because I didn't understand that I was black until I was 10, so, or nine and a half, ten. 10. So most kids are unaware, just unapt, don't even think about it, because it's not a big deal, because they're people are people. My friends are my friends, no matter what. So I would first of all tell them that they're black. Secondly, I would tell them, when you're out in public, I want you to start to look at how people act around you. And now most people don't have to do that, but for black people, it's kind of necessary because you have to see what your surroundings are and how people, yes, I know this sounds crazy, but how people act when you're around them, how people look at you, how people see you, because all of that matters. And no matter what you do, they won't like you because of your skin color. It's not going to make sense. It will never make sense, but that's a fact and that's what happens. And past them looking at your skin color, they don't care about what you do or how you act. It's mainly about what you look like and why are you here? <laughs> Get that a lot. So where are you from? Oh, just in that Minnesota accent. I'm from Minnesota. <laughs> but okay, sorry. I'm going on little leeways here and then, but don't worry about it. Skin, you touch on skin color, then you touch on how people act around them and you and then you lead with some examples like, well, this happened to me. Now it's not prob it's, it may not happen to you, but it might. And so if it does, I want you to be ready for it and how to act. And if you would ever get pulled over, you always want to talk to the police with respect, no matter what, no matter how they treat you, no matter what, because your life is in their hands. If they don't think it is, it is. And what you do matters. And so even like, White people can get away with a lot when it comes to the police, but when it comes to black people, their tensions are already up because if you're not around black people all the time, you get that feeling. And I can't explain that feeling because I, if I'm being honest, I've had that feeling once. And so I know that it's a thing and I see it in my white friends a lot when it comes to us being around black people, how they act, how they start to talk, how they want to be a little gangster, how all of that stuff works. I believe me. I understand all of that. But it, when it comes to this part of it, it has to come down to, do you want to live or do you not? And even if the police, even if it's not like a, a tensions thing, if it's just like, hey, what are you doing, stupid? It's, even if it's a good cop, even if all of that, good cops still have guns. 
good cops still have might have bad intentions. It, it, you don't know what's going on in their life, and they don't know what's going on in your life. And they don't care, but you have to care. Because their actions will either hurt you in the future or help you in the future. And so it all matters on how you act towards them. And so you always have to say, yes, sir, no, ma'am, all that sort of stuff. Be, be right with them. Be straight with them. Because they're going to find out the truth, even if you don't want them to. And you have to just be upfront with them. Because worst case scenario that they can do is kill you. And best case scenario that they can do is let you off with a ticket. So there's no real leeway in between there other than you getting taken into custody. So after I say that, after I explain to them what the police are and what the police do, and yes, they do have protect and serve on the side of their cars, but they don't really, they're not out here to protect and serve. They're out here to make a living because it's their job. After I get through all of that, I would then explain to them what makes him or her different than their white friends, their white people around them. And what I would say is, because there's definitely questions coming back because they're children. It's always, but why? 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 Just always why answer is the question that they always have. And from that, I would just talk, sorry, there's this fly flying around and it's just messing me up right now. Um, but after that, I would just try to show them in public the next time. I would just be, I'm always conscious of it because I have to, but I would just start to point it out to them because I'm not going to let my kid be a kid when they're like 11 years old, 10, 12, 12, 13 years old. They're going to, they're going to be grown up and understand the world because that's what they need to do to be in this world. There, there's a childhood, but it ends at a certain point and it needs to. You can't just keep paying them off, give, paying off your child, yes. Giving them iPads, you can't be doing that shit. Because you want to actually liven, not liven their, their life up, but just make it so like they see the basics and what, where we're at in life right now. And what their future is and how I can't even think of or fathom what jobs that they're going to have because that's the future. And that's going to be the amazing part of the future is that we don't fully understand it. And that's the beauty of it. And so after, like I said, after I touch on that and the real life aspect of it, and then I would just go ask them questions. They're fully not going to accept it. They're fully not going to be aware of it. But then they're going to at least start to think about it and understand it. Even if they're not going to want to, they're going to. And so that's what I'll do for them. Um, and then periodic, just keep checking in about the talk and how it goes and just explaining more and more to them about it. And that's pretty much what I would do for the talk. And hopefully that's something that resonated to some of you. Hopefully that would have made some more clarity or hopefully it'll raise some questions or hopefully you'll start to talk about this with other people. Next, I also want to talk about the companies that profit from jails, because I don't think people fully understand what's going on with the jails right now or what has been going on. So if a prisoner gets in prison, okay, if a civilian gets imprisoned, the prison makes money off of that one person. It's roughly around 150 grand per person per year that the prison makes, and 
it's free labor, labor. It's not slave labor because it's, they've changed the word slave to prisoner. And the evolution of slave has been pretty much like savage, or sorry, um, Negro. Negro is like the mid-level. Savage is the, the low level. And prisoner is the high level. That's what, I would, that's what I would put it. Prisoner is now. But the real question is what's going to be next? What's the next word going to be? What is all of this? And the prisoners are working for around 25 cents to a dollar an hour. And they're working for big companies like Walmart, Target, Nike, Apple... Microsoft, they're working for all the companies because it's the cheapest labor that they can get and it's the best labor because it's the cheapest. <laughs> so, Nike, that's where all of our stuff is, not all of our stuff, but some of our stuff is made and where it comes from. And that's just the whole, another thing I haven't written down most about this, I just wanted to get my take on it and how, and just put it out there that look up the companies that you're buying stuff for because we're all, we can't just, I hate to say this because it's corny as fuck, but we're not all sheep, <laughs> but look up where you're buying, where, where you're spending your money. If it's a coffee shop, if it's a store, if it's a whatever, look up the product, where it's coming from, how it's made and all of that, because most things that we get are from China and they're made in sweatshops. So for the cheapest of the cheap, yeah. America. Capitalism. We love it, right? So let's talk a little of black incentives as well and how... I've already touched on this with the NFL, but there's also workplaces that are the same way. I'm just spilling all over the place. Holy shit. Um, but yeah, there's, there's just workplaces that will now hire... Oh my god, I'm an idiot. That will hire more people if they are people of color, if they are um, minorities, if they're all of that, all of the above, just because they are minorities. <laughs> Bless me. Thank you. Um, yes, in my personal opinion, it's fucked up, but it's also a good thing that needs to be happening. I don't want to be handed anything in life. That's not life to me because I didn't do it myself. We need, like, for instance, the, ah, see, this is a weird, weird, weird thing to talk about. Because do I love black representation? Do I love Asian representation? Do I love Latino representation? Yes. But at the same point, I don't want it to be handed. I don't want it to be, this white person's not going to get this job because they're white. I don't want to be that. Because unlike most people, these white people didn't do anything to us, but at the same point, they did. But they don't also deserve to feel the way that we're feeling, to act the way that we're acting, to do all that. Because if any other, in this is my opinion, but if any other race would have gone through with black, what black people have gone through, there would be riots every day, there would be buildings burning down every day, there would be people talking about it every single day on mainstream media. It would be everywhere because they were like, this isn't fair. This isn't okay. 
my main leader got assassinated. Ever like, it's not okay. But we we have melanin. We're resilient. We have we're amazing. We're sexy. We're beautiful. We're all of the above. And so that's why I think we're able to not be well. Actually, not because we're sexy and beautiful and all that, but it's because of how we think, what we do, how we act, all of that. So. And from there, I want to also talk about how I look at people. And I look at people as an onion. The first layer, you have no control over. It's how people perceive you. For instance, my first layer as an onion is I'm black. Because you can see my skin color once you see me. And I can't help anything about that. So I like to put it, at least in America, that your skin color is the, the outer shell of your onion. And what you've gone through in life, you just peel back because you tell people what's what's going on but not to a full extent and from there you can talk about your history or you can talk about your future and that's another layer back of your onion and i know it's corny as fuck i know it's like shrek but yes that did change my life when you look at people like onions because it's so true it's it's very true and like i've said in my past episodes i hate people and that's why i love people because you can feel that hate because what comes after hate is oh i was so stupid i didn't actually hate you i just had a lot of feelings towards you because we don't fully know how to understand our feelings and so the first easiest feeling for us to feel is anger hatred uh like all of that all of those feelings it's the easiest thing to feel so that's how we feel them and so that's where i'm just just look at us like an onion because I know my layers I know what I tell people and what I don't like to tell people and what I perceive on the outside versus what's actually going on and I lately have been feeling like Rob Rob Deerdeck the the ridiculous host because he he has his day down to the minute and everything like that and he never has a bad day he says he has like four bad days in the whole entire year and I relate to that because I am a very happy-go-lucky person. I Not happy-go-lucky, but like that type of energy um, is hard for me to get mad. I'm not allowed to be mad. That's how I see it because I'm just a 6'3", six, six, 6'4", black man, bigger, 200-plus two, pounds. Nah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm 215. 215'6'4", like tall, big black guy. Uh, so I'm not allowed to be angry because that's what people think of me right away when they see me and I'm angry. But it's one of those things where it's just I need to be able to hopefully change their perspective on that. That's where like I, I know for a fact my friends don't get the feeling when they're around me because I'm a black guy. They know who I am. They've peeled back the layers of my onion. Not fully, but they've peeled back layers of my onion, understand who I am as a person. And that's where the difference comes in is because... People have caught up to me, straight up just said, nigger, and just stared me in my eyes. No laughter, no nothing, and said, get out of here. So what did I do? Did I try to fight back? Did I do anything back? No. I said, okay, cool, and left. Because that's what I, I don't react with emotion, and I could react with emotion, but most of the time I don't because I'm not allowed to. Because if I act with emotion, that means that the police are going to get called, someone's going to feel threatened, and then I'm going to go to jail, then I'm going to have to call my mother, my sister, my friends, somebody, and then tell them what happened, and they'll be like, oh, that's some bullshit. And I'll be like, yeah, just like that time I was expelled. <laughs> that time that the school board told me that I had 
a frontal lobe disconnected from my brain because I am black. That beautiful time. Okay, here's a little segue, but I'll come back. I just went and got my diploma about a week ago from my old high school. My old high school. My high school. And every name that's on there is the people that voted to expel me. And I just find that hilarious, poetic, um, amazing. Half the people don't work there anymore. (laughs) I'm pretty sure two of those people aren't on the school board anymore. Um, But yeah, most people, like I said, would take that as an L. Take that as, oh, I fucked up. I took that as, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. And I've literally just been living by what I said in my last episode was I was expelled to excel. Because if I could be in jail right now for I don't even know how long. And that's my life. A weird thing that I also wanted to talk about was the dating scene right now. (laughs) And how most women should be taking the most advantage out of men (laughs) that they can. Because if they allow it, you should take it from the women's point of view. Go get your dinner. Go go out for a date every single night just to get your dinner, to get that $100 meal, to get that everything that you need. Well, get someone to pay your rent. Get someone to buy you a table. Shout out my sister. Um, Get someone to buy all your furniture. Get someone to literally pay everything and then break up with them if they want to stop and then find someone else because that is what the dating world is nowadays for a 20 to 30 year old women woman and more power to them being honest that's amazing love absolutely love it have i ever done that absolutely not because i never will because that is a waste of <laughs> a waste of money am i contradicting myself no because i put myself in the 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 shoes of a woman there but in the shoes of a man, you don't spend no no money on a bitch. <laughs> am, I, am I also contradicting myself by saying bitch? Yes, but at the same point, different histories, different lessons, different everything. But yeah, don't spend money on a bitch if you're a guy. And by and I mean it with all respect when I say bitch, because that's just how I re- Okay. I was about to say that's how I refer to women, but that's not how I refer to women. I refer to women as women, but when I'm talking about the dating scene, I refer to them as bitches. But Okay, fuck. That sounds absolutely bad. Am I going to cut that? Absolutely not. But we're going to learn and live through this together. So I call bitches bitches sometimes, but I mostly call them women. So be mad at me if you want, but that's just what happens. You know, no no disrespect is meaned by any means when I say the word bitch. So going forward, I'm not going to feel bad by saying the word, okay? But yeah, bitches be crazy. So you can't be spending money on them at all. Like, you don't know where it's going to land. You don't know what is, what's going to happen. So you can't be spending money on them. And if you do, you don't spend more than a certain amount. Only because they you have, to, you have to learn to get to know them before you start to do that. You have to learn to get to know who they are, see if they have a personality, see all of that before you get to actually know who they are. Before they're not going to be just like a hit it and quit it type of deal, male or female. So it's one of those things where I wanted to touch on it. You might not relate to it. You might understand what I'm saying. Who the fuck knows? But I just wanted to put that out there that that's what I thought on it. Um, I also wrote down that I was going to say my expulsion story, but I'm sorry to do this to you guys again, but I am going to say it for another time. (laughs) 
But let's see. Next, it says what it feels like where I am. What am I doing right now? What's happening? Um, I took a break from like my online work for the month of April slash like the first part of May. I'm about to go on vacation, quote unquote, for about like a week and a half. So next week I'll try to put out an episode. But at the same point, if there's not, don't hate me. Now that I'm saying podcasts and episodes, shout out to all the listeners in Berlin. I see there's a shit ton of you guys. So thank you. Berlin was one of my favorite German cities next to Wittenberg and Munich. Gorgeous places. Highly recommend going there. But yeah, that's happening in like the near future. The next future is, I feel like I can say this now, but at the same time, I feel like I shouldn't. So I might cut this out. Um, let's see. But I may or may not be getting bought. Um, let's cross our fingers, but hopefully at the same time not because I'll have to figure all that shit out with the... The name, like, there's a lot of shit when it comes into it that I mean, that's been happening behind the scenes for, like, the past, like, six months, but I am not reluctant, but just iffy on what happens. I am wanting to continue this because it starts, it's feeling right now. It's feeling like I am getting stuff off my chest while also trying to explain things easier towards, with you guys, and staying being your... <laughs> token black friend so let's see what can we do to make this better or to make this stop and by stop i mean racism i find it hilarious that when i'm playing madden when i'm watching a football game when i'm doing anything i'm just seeing stop racism and racism on the end of everything and it's like well racism isn't going anywhere it's not going to stop it's not going to do anything so it all depends on how you act towards the situation and how you deal with it and if you deal with it the way that they want you to deal with it, with anger, with hate, with just loud right in their mouth, then they win, and that's not a good scene for anybody. So, in my opinion, the best way to act is to, the opposite of those feelings, not show emotion at all, because then they win if that happens. If somebody calls you an N-word right to your face, and then you want to, then they're trying to initiate a fight with you, that's not what you want to do because like I said, nine times out of 10, a black person is going to get hit harder when it comes to the system than a white person because it's made to take the life away from a black person. It's supposed to leave them in jail for so long because like I've said on here multiple times before as well is 79% of the people that are in jail haven't even had a trial yet. They just can't make bail and because judges know what they're doing when they make bail fifteen, twenty thousand dollars because most people do not want to get into more debt with a debt collector with their bail money, like a debt payout system. They'd rather stay in jail than deal with that. Cause no like a regular person that works a nine to five or doesn't work a nine to five, but that's trapping or some no, not someone that's trapping. If someone's trapping, they can definitely make make the ten, twenty thousand dollar bail. But a regular person cannot make that money just right off the bat. And if they can, that's all of their money that they've saved up and it's not worth it. So they just stay in jail. And what do they do in jail? Like I said before, they work for other, they work for the companies. They make a shit ton of money for the jailers. Like most of the wardens are millionaires because of their jails. Okay. It's one of those things where I will continue this in a little bit. I'm just a little feeling it hard right now, so I'll be back.
for you, it'll be like I never left, but for me, it'll be a couple hours. So, bye bye bye.